So yeah, so it's, it's fascinating this morning. All of our testimonies are about thankfulness. Even in the midst of trials, we're finding joy. In the, even in, in the, sometimes it's a little slow, we're finding transformation that's much bigger than just the circumstance is showing. So the circumstance says, you know, it's okay. But our spirits this morning, when we really look to God, are rising up. There's a, there's a, a hope rising. And I was reading through the Psalms, and this is what I wanted to share with you guys. It's about trusting in the Lord. And when you're, when you're thankful, you're showing trust. And actually, trusting in the Lord is a form of wisdom. It's a demonstration of wisdom where, uh, where we, wisdom that focuses not on ourselves, but focuses on God, when we trust in God, right? And if you think about it, we, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm always asking the Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. I got so many things going on in my life or in my mind. There's so many projects or missions, outreaches, whatever it is, family things, you know, like Henry's sharing. Um, give me wisdom how to figure this out, how to fix it. But actually trusting in the Lord is a pivotal wisdom evidence or fruit. And uh, in Psalm 62, uh, I love how David shares his, his wisdom in the form of trusting in the Lord. So I'm going to read this, and um, I know it'll touch your heart. So Psalm 62. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from Him. Isn't that the perfect picture of wisdom? And trust. It's really trust, right? What you see there is he's trusting in the Lord. He alone is my rock, verse 2, and my <coughs> salvation. My fortress where I will never be shaken. So just, just look at that, those first two verses. He immediately hits it with, I wait quietly. You know, our minds can get so noisy that it's just like a a pneumatic drill like you're hearing outside the window. And it just goes on and on and on and your mind battles. And then you're like, God, give me wisdom. Give me the answers to this situation. In quietness and in stillness. That's what God wants of us so that we trust in Him. And actually, when we do give our trust to Him, He gives us that quietness. Because when you meditate on who He is, when you put that wisdom on and you focus on the Lord because you're saying, you know what, I'm going to wait before you. Not before my circumstance, not before my potential answer to my circumstance. Because that's where we can wait sometimes. I'm waiting for the money to come through. I'm waiting for that relationship to get fixed. I'm waiting for that healing to happen. I'm waiting for the provision to come. You're waiting before the thing of whatever it is that's causing a, an unstill, unquiet heart. But actually, God says, wait quietly before me. That's trust. And actually, that's really a deep form of wisdom. Because the world would say, you need to go get at it. Go solve the problem right now. You have everything you need, which is true. God has given us everything we need. But actually, in godly wisdom, 
There needs to be faith and trust is what we've talked about before. So in whatever we're facing right now, we need to come at it with this, God's got me. God is my fortress. And I will never be shaken because He is my fortress. Not the answer, not the provision. So I will wait quietly. And that's the next key. Can we wait quietly? When you're impatient, think about an impatient kid, right? Or an impatient adult, it doesn't really matter. I mean, if I get impatient, I'm noisy. I gotta go. Or, or you know, or I'm, you're hangry. You're angry and hungry. You're not very quiet. You make it known. Even if you're not speaking, there's a, something coming off of you, right? And, yeah, but God wants us to actually be still. And we need to practice being still. It's a really important thing because the more we learn to be quiet before God, before God, not before the storm, the more we'll be able to handle, the more He'll be able to give, the more you can stand in the midst of a battle and just be still and know that your fortress is in Him. Like He says there, He alone is my rock and my salvation. He alone, not He's going to be part of my answer. No, He's all of it. He's, regardless of whether this fire is coming or not, or will do or achieve, or I will get what I want or not, that's not my fortress. My fortress is in Christ alone, and in quietness and in stillness. So that's a wisdom that I would love to encourage all of us to practice. This doesn't happen as a baby. Kids don't learn to trust immediately and the same with adults we don't learn to trust immediately we work at it we keep chipping away and we say god you know what that's right i have to remember your faithfulness your goodness i'm counting my blessings i'm looking to you not at the circumstance you need to practice those things it's like being a uh, an experienced warrior you know, and in the field we're going into, we are, don't get ourselves wrong. We are in the midst of a battle for this city, for this nation. And so we're, we're, we're putting building blocks in place that will build a house that's going to rock this nation. It's going to emanate the glory of God, our temple. That's our us, right? And when I say build our house, this is the house, our body, our mind, our soul. Everything that you are is an expression of either God or yourself. So we want to express. And then in verse 5, he carries on. He says, let all that I am. So he reemphasizes. He says, I wait quietly before God. Then he goes, actually, hold up a second. Let all that I am. So when he says it again, it means that there is an emphasis, extra. He's like, let all that you are. That means that if there's any part of you that's still, and you know it, not fully trusting, not walking in wisdom, then you got to just give it up to the Lord in, in, in humility and in repentance and say, God, I just, this is tough. I can't let go, but I will. Let all that I am wait quietly. And again, he emphasizes the no need to be yelling and screaming into his presence. Sometimes we can come running in like the house is on fire. Ah, everything is falling apart, you know. 
But actually, he says, no, no, no. I let all that I am wait quietly before God. For my hope is in Him. So he's immediately saying, look, this is wisdom, guys. Our hope is in Christ, not in the circumstance, not in the answers. It's in Him. He is our hope. So therefore we come. And then he, it says again, He alone is my rock. That speaks of foundations, right? Troubles come, we feel off, off balance. Nah. And uh, he says, no, I'm, gonna tr I'm trying to explain to you that this is how we walk uh, in trust, in wisdom. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. Fortress, a covering. A, a fortress is also a place where you, you, you reset and are able to battle from. A fortress is somewhere that you protect because there's treasures inside. Fortress is where you put the king and the queen and all of their constituents, the jewels of the kingdom. They're, 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 they're not just left and thrown around and forgotten. They're, they're put inside and protected. But he's saying, my, my fortress, he alone. My rock, He alone. My salvation, the very answer to my very need right now, He alone. My victory and my honor come from God alone. Isn't that interesting? Sometimes some of the battles are for your own honor. You want to prove yourself right. You want to prove yourself to others or disprove or, 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 or battle the very negative things that are around your life to show that you have honor or whatever it is. You're trying to fight for yourself. That's basically what it boils down to. God says, no, my, your victory and your honor come from me. That's what he's saying. So he's saying, my victory and my honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. Then he starts to say, look, when you're on this rock, on Jesus Christ, you're untouchable. Nothing can touch you. No enemy can reach you. It may look like it can. It may prowl around like it can. I think we were talking about that, weren't we? It's like the enemy prowls around like a lion. But really, it's a gnat. It's a tiny little, it's like it's nothing. But he prowls around like, I can reach you. I'm going to be able to get a hold of your mind, body, and soul. I can drag you down. In wisdom, he says, trust in the Lord. With all your heart, right? And we know that. Soul and strength. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy, not some, but no, can come and reach me. And then he, he ends with verse 8 like this. Oh, my people, trust in him at all times. All times. That means in the good and the bad. When you got good friends, when you got bad friends. When you got good family, you got bad family. When you got good circumstances, when you got... Bad circumstance. Well, you got no money, well, you got lots of money. What other things in life are there? When you're married and when you're not married. When you're happy and when you're sad. That's what all means. None. There is no exception. It says, oh my people. Here's, it's like David's like, come on guys. Trust in him at all times. And then he says this, pour out your heart to Him. Not to a man, not to a woman, not to a circumstance, not to a guru. Pour out your heart to Him. For God is our refuge. You know, so, 
Uh, that's, that's really my encouragement for this morning is that we trust in Him. We walk in wisdom. We practice wisdom. It's like a muscle. Wisdom is like a muscle. Right? It's like Daniel when he's using the Zion crane. He puts it down sometimes because he's fearful that his muscles won't handle it. <laughs> but actually, the more he practices, the lighter it'll become. It's much the same in our walk with Christ. The more we practice wisdom in trusting. Like we said before, faith is a good way to blast off. Yes, I believe. Then you start. Trust is when we start to, to continue. In all. Like he said, trust Him in at all times. So he's saying there's a season, times, you know. A time is like, it's a definite something. It's not just a... A fanciful idea. Can, can you practice that today? In whatever period of time you're in. Trust in God at all times. For He is your refuge. You know, He is your salvation. He's your rock. He's your hope. He's the answer. And, uh, and I believe when we practice this, we're going to be given even more. This is where that faithfulness in the small is. When we learn to stand in the midst of a battle and wait quietly before God. When we're in the midst of a circumstance that really you should be screaming and yelling because it looks like your hair is on fire. You know, somebody might be looking, James, your hair is on fire. James, your hair is on fire. And you're just like, what? I'm, I'm cool, man. You imagine that the world would say, hey, you should be Ah, screaming. This is, but that's an evidence again of wisdom. When you see, when we see one another walk through fire and we walk in quietness and stillness. Quietness is not in public all the time. Quietness is behind closed doors. The evidence of that comes through when people then see the circumstance, then see the fruit of that in quietness and in stillness. That's the practice. We're blessed because we can share in a very intimate way as a, as a tribe. You know, as we take the land. If you want to be pictorial about it, we see the city. We're like, we want to see light in these dark areas of our city. We're believing for light. But actually, as we're looking forward, we're still walking through these things like you're sharing, Hen. My home, my family, I'm believing in the Lord, I'm trusting in Him. Got to practice it now. Because you don't want to get to the bigger battles and not, be, not have enough muscle to hold that quietness and that stillness. To trust. And if God says, don't draw your sword yet, just wait. Or continue to walk. It's like, what? This is a hard ground. God will do that. Trust in Him. Right? Amen? Um, I was just reading Psalm 50 and um, I thought it was interesting that everything that was shared this morning was a testimony um, of thanksgiving to God. There wasn't uh, any just, uh, just grief or processing it through our mouths. We were saying, God, in this I'm thankful, for this I'm thankful, God, in this has been amazing. And um, in Psalm 50, it's interesting, it's slightly different in different translations, but in the last verse of Psalm 50, um, it says, uh, but giving thanks, which is what you're all doing, is a sacrifice that truly honors me. And to him who orders his conversation, 
I will show the salvation of God. Mm. And, you know, to order your conversation means to speak at the right time and to be silent at the right time. So when you're speaking, you're speaking thanksgiving, you're speaking praise to God. And when you're ordering it, you're also silent at the right times because you're waiting for the Lord's provision and breakthrough in it. We're not just letting our mouths run.